everybody. Thank you for tuning in today. Uh, welcome to It's Time for More Injury Funding Podcast, the podcast for all who want to learn about legal funding and its significance in the personal injury, uh, wrongful death, motor vehicle injuries, traumatic brain injuries, slip and falls, and any other type of uh, law practice domains. I'm your host, Laura, founder and CEO, CEO of More Injury Funding, the legal funding um, uh, with passion uh, for law, medicine, legal funding, and heart for all suffering individuals. More Injury Funding is a host of this podcast, sponsor, member, associate, or business partner of Academy of Truck Accident Attorneys, Sandy Springs Bar Association, Georgia Association of Paralegals, State Bar of Georgia, and Georgia Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. In today's episode, we have a very special guest, Ryan Brennan, founder and CEO of Atlanta Personal Fitness. You can see the logo right behind us, uh, and it's based in Sandy Springs, Georgia. <laughs> Um, he found this transformational personal training location in uh, 2022, tell me, Ryan. March 1st, 2020. Oh, 20. Okay, wow. Great when COVID hit. Welcome to, to uh, It's Time for More Energy Funding Podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having you today. Uh, so Ryan's three main objectives for himself and all of Atlanta personal fitness clients are get strong, mm -hmm. tone and tight, feel confident, sexy and vibrant transform your body for good. That's the goal. Personally, for me, it is positive energy and knowledge of the human physiology along with application of individual desired and recommended targets that Ryan knows how to implement, whether it's toning up, slimming down, shedding some extra pounds, gaining energy, regaining confidence, um, or learning how to work out consistently, regularly how to correctly perform each set of moves, how to eat properly based on desired goals or familiarize um, you know, ourselves with various uh, food supplements. And by the way, we have two beautiful dogs. <laughs> the dog's names are? Maddie and Simba. They might make a little introduction. Mamas, look at Hello her. there. Hi, baby. Well, hello. Are you going to be on our podcast today? <laughs> it's amazing. Yes, please do. Right in time. With your brother. <laughs> um, so, and I'm a strong believer that the overall health of a human being consists of seven dimensions, including intellectual, mental, emotional, spiritual, environmental, social, and physical health. Today, Ryan and I will talk specifically about one of these aspects, uh, the physical health, which is interconnected, um, you know, with any other facets and which has a great contribution on a person's overall well-being of lawyers or really any other professionals on this planet or any other human beings just like myself. Um, so again, once again, Ryan, welcome to Sign for More Injury Finding Podcast today. Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, can you share you know, a story maybe behind starting your fitness business and what motivated you to pursue this path in opening uh, Atlanta Personal Fitness? Absolutely. So it's funny. I uh, I was just talking with you about this. I graduated in uh, 2017 in New York with my master's and spontaneously, I took a road trip with my cousin uh, like the day after with no intention other than getting out of New York. <laughs> um, so came to Atlanta and literally that day I uh, interviewed for a personal training position, got it and just moved here with one week's of clothes worth. And I was here for like three months until I went home and got more clothes. Uh -huh. I love uh, and then let's fast forward. I, I, you know, I trained at different places while I was in Atlanta. Um, I was dog sitting, boarding, walking to make ends meet. And I got really good at what I did personal training wise and dog sitting, but personal training wise. And I opened up my own spot, uh, March 1st, 2020. 
Congratulations. So it's been uh, three, three and a half years, more or less. About three and a half years today, as of today. That's how I found actually, Ron, because, you know, he promoted his business on Facebook and, you know, I'm, I'm hooked. I only started with once a week, but this is, this is it. You know, th those girls make me work. Yes. <laughs> they really do. And the most amazing thing about your location is that you guys follow up via text message, via email. You never leave me alone. At first I was like, guys, you are bothering me. You're having a hard time for this. <laughs> but to be honest with you, after a day or two, maybe day and a half, I said, you know, this is amazing because lives are so busy. We get caught up in business, you know, kids, children, groceries, traffic, and, you know, it just would slip my mind. But, you know, when somebody sends a sweet message, you know, or, um, you know, my, my trainer sent today something, just just encouragement, just real nice quote. I was like, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, so do you believe that physical fitness complements those other six aspects of human overall um, health and well-being? If so, how? Absolutely. I, I definitely believe that it's all interconnected. And of course, I'm biased. I own a gym. <laughs> so the physical aspect uh, moving our bodies just in general, posture is hugely important. It influences our, our brain chemistry and that influences our emotions and everything else that you mentioned. So hundred percent in alignment with that. Okay. Yeah. And so you, are you saying that physical fitness, in addition to that of mental provides, uh, the necessary resilience to navigate the challenges of, of lawyers profession, since my podcast is, you know, yeah more prone or, you know, more de dedicated to attorneys, uh, you know, profession effectively. How would you say it contributes to overall well-being, uh, you know, work performance, personal satisfaction? Yeah, great question. And fortunately, I've, I've had a, a bunch of attorneys, personal injury, family law, um, things like that, that I've been had the pleasure of training. And they've let me in on their life. And I, I got to, you know, get in the mindset of a attorney, personal injury and family law, things like that. And uh, it it's a very demanding job. It can be, at least it sounded like, and it, it can be stressful and, you know, just like anything. But uh, when I trained the my members that I could see how they loved it, I could see the change in their physiology from when they started to, to finish. And that trickled into, you know, their wives joining because they, lo they loved how their husbands were in a better mood and, and things like that. So a hundred percent. And how do you Absolutely. So from a, from a data standpoint, does that what you mean? We have a in-body in the office, um, 20 grand machine that, uh, you know, I, I took a big gasp, but I invested in it. And uh, from a number standpoint, I, I believe it's, it's good to see um, feeling wise, but also in looking wise, and then also the data and uh, buying that in-body has been life-changing because it not only shows your body weight, but it shows your body fat percentage, your muscle mass, your water weight. So if you're on your period, for example, your water weight's up. So that's why you gained weight. It wasn't because you actually gained body fat. And on the flip side for the people that we train, showing them, hey, look, your, your weight didn't go down that much, but your body fat percentage went down 8%. Like, and look at you, like people can't stop giving you compliments. That's incredible. So it reinforces the, their behaviors. provides several benefits to any professional, especially the attorneys, you know, because it's very sedentary, very stressful job. Those benefits are stamina and energy, mental clarity, focus, you know, stress management, uh, work-life balance, a professional image. If you have a new client coming in through the door right now and, and to, just to check out your facility to see what you're all about, which benefit would you start with? What would you tell that person? That's a great question. And uh, those first impressions are everything too. So I've, I've actually, 
I've thought about this and, uh, you know, first and foremost is that big welcoming smile, uh, the, the handshake or the high five, some sort of physical touch to really set the tone and the, the vibe and energy. And, uh, once that report's built, then, uh, you know, going in and, and seeing what they're here for and essentially delivering on every word that I use towards what they want. And, uh, really what that comes down to is that emotion that they want to, to feel that they're not feeling. So Ryan, can you share some key benefits you've experienced from maintaining a regular fitness routine yourself? Yeah, absolutely. So it's absolutely a habit for me at this point. Um, and uh, I feel off when I don't do it. Um, but I start my day with caffeine and work. And I use the exercise before I see humans as my my break. And it gets me in a state of joy. I'm energized. I feel more confident because I'm moving my body and my posture, all those things. And so when I see someone versus when I don't exercise, my energy and that that transfer of energy is way more powerful with if I'm waving to someone at the grocery market or meeting with the client here, I'm I'm a better human being when I have exercised. Not to say that I'm not when I don't exercise, but it enhances my life and how I communicate. And that, would you say that applies to really any human being? I would absolutely be biased and also say 100%. <laughs> yes. And I can testify to that because, you know, before my injury, I used to run at least two to three times, you know, 5Ks, just like in my neighborhood, uh, work out, you do, do weightlifting a couple of times a week. But uh, with injury, you know, I haven't worked out for a year and a half and I, get, I can tell the difference. So yeah. getting, getting back to, to normal workout routine is, is very exciting. And I love how, uh, I love how you do that too. Mm -hmm. Like you, you walk the walk. Thank you. Appreciate it. Um, so, you know, you had mentioned just a little bit, but, but tell me again, how do you stay motivated and overcome challenges when it comes to staying consistent with your fitness goals and, you know, you personally, and how do you apply that also to your clients? Gotcha. So that is also something I've been deeply thinking about recently, uh, kind of unpacking. Cause I've, I've, you know, I have 15 to 20 years, uh, experience with training, which is a long time. Um, so for me, it's. Recently, the business has picked up more and I'm seeing that my time is being pulled in different directions, but I, I won't let myself, you know, I won't let my health take the back burner, but in certain circumstances, I give myself grace. Like for example, yesterday, I only could complete half my workout and I knew I could only complete half of it when I was going into it, but I told myself that's better than not doing it. And by simply doing it, I can make up that other half today or, or tomorrow but as long as I'm doing the habit of getting, you know, putting on my workout clothes, getting to the gym, moving my body, that's a win. Very true. So, uh, so many, many fitness professionals and fitness center or gym owners I've met over the years were inspired by either maybe an obese person they grew up with, mom, dad, you know, cousin, sister, or a very sick family member or being maybe bullied at an early age for various reasons as a child or having a good good family, you know, friend circle or mentorship example who instilled the sense of importance of physical fitness. What was it for you that really made you, you know, push you to get to this particular field? Such great questions. So I, the picture pulled up in my mind. It's like it was yesterday. I was in high school and I, uh, I grew up with ADHD. I was adopted. I was bullied. And all those things. So, uh, and honestly, that was a blessing in disguise because it made me who I am today. Um, at that time point, I didn't know that. <laughs> so, um, but I was, my posture was always slouched. 
I was always in my head and I was training, you know, like the typical bicep curls, like the, the bro stuff. I didn't really know what I was doing. And one of my uh, friends actually asked me to train with him. And I did that and I started training properly and started walking taller. My I got stronger and that was so empowering. And my posture came up. I was stronger. I felt stronger. Like I could take on the bullies and stuff like that. And I played sports and that enhanced my performance in sports. And then I looked better. And so my, you know, that's, that was the defining moment where I was like, whoa, I'm never not going to not do this. <laughs> I'm so proud of how far you've come, Ryan. It's amazing. Thank that you. Super, super proud. Can't Thank wait you. to see, you know, how, how much further you'll go in very soon. I yes. know it's, it's happening. It's in the progress. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what are some common misconceptions or myths about personal fitness that you would like to debunk? Yeah. I think a lot of it has to do on the nutritional side and also with the fitness side, it's not about time. It's about what you're doing in that time, right? Uh, we get a lot of questions, rightfully so. And I would ask these two, how long are your sessions? And I always come back with, I give them the answer. It's 45 minutes and you don't want any more. <laughs> with this, with this intensity, no. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Cause you can train for an hour and dwindle, dwindle on your phone and say you train for an hour or you can train for 30 minutes, not on your phone. And that was more than you got in, in the hour. So I think that's a big misconception is time and also frequency. It, uh, we get great results with three times per week. It doesn't need to be twice a day or, or seven times a week, which hopefully all these pointers I'm giving are helping people realize how simple it is. Um, and then on the flip side, from the nutrition standpoint, I'll give you guys this, the, the number one uh, principle in the research to lose weight is a calorie deficit. So it's, it's not any of the diets, the pattern why diets would work is because the person was restricted in either a time frame that forced them to eat less calories, or it was the actual way of eating itself that had lower calories in it, but none of them work. They all work. It's just what works for you and knowing the principle of that calorie deficit. And I say that because we work with mainly weight loss here. Okay. Interesting. And, um, how would you, what would you tell to a person who's been injured like myself, you know, and hasn't worked out for, for a long period of time is, you know, out of shape, you know, um, lost muscle memory, you know, cartilage, you know, all of the whole entire body, you probably can tell much better than I, but so how, what, what would be your recommendation to start with how many times a week to do weight training or, or, uh, cardio? Great question. So this is someone who is coming off an injury. They're getting back into it. They're, they're kind of like starting over, so to speak. Yeah, absolutely. So we always say that, you know, I think it's very smart that you're working with a professional and not only that, but someone who's empathetic and it's going to meet you where you're at. So the advice would be starting where you're at, you know, whoever's listening or you or me and, and giving yourself grace and first just getting the habit down of committing to X amount of times a week and then doing all the hidden habits. So like it's, it's hard to start. So make it easy by surrounding yourself, your environment with a habit, you know, forming environment, meaning lay out your clothes the night before. So you wake up and you just throw them on, um, drive to the gym. That's, that's a habit, <laughs> get to the gym. That's habit number three. And, you know, don't take those small habits for granted is, is the, I feel like the best advice I could give that I don't think people talk about enough. Okay. Uh, 
think about this is probably off topic, but it is kind of, you know, um, what do you think of those pre-workout powders, you know, for energy mm -hmm. specifically, you know, on a day like this one is gloomy, you really don't want to get out of bed, you know, but yes, you, you told yourself yesterday that I'm going to the gym, but today is the day and you're like, no, man, I can't just, I can't. Yeah. So what, what would oh, you recommend in that situation? That's a great question. And I, I feel like you gave the answer in there and I'm just going to pull it out and, um, with the perspective, which is if you need the extra push or the motivation, use a pre-workout that you like and that doesn't have a lot of fillers. <laughs> I'll give Prestige Labs a shout out right now. That's we're sponsored through them and we love them. Um, but at the end of the day, it, it can help with motivation. We don't want to rely on it because it, it is in a form of a drug. Um, but hey, if it helps you get to the gym, it's not harmful, then please use that to start your habit. Okay. Can you provide some practical tips or advice for someone who wants to start their own fitness journey, but doesn't know where to begin and probably yeah. asked that question already, but just kind of maybe repeat to yourself, you know, put, doesn't know where to begin or, or it has been, like I said, too long since they've done this, you know, um, get their physical strength back. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I always recommend, and we do, you know, a lot of goal setting consultations <laughs> as you see me in the chair all day. Um, and I always go over, Hey, what is your goal? So like, what are we shooting for? Cause we got to have a target, you know, in order, cause if not, it's like, what are we doing? Um, and then why the heck is that important for you? What's and like, really why? Like not just why is that important to you? Oh, cause I want to feel good and healthy. You got to go deeper and get that, that candle inside of you. That's like when times get dark, like that candle's still lit. So like, what is that, that meaning for you right there? That's going to keep you going. And then after that, Doing your research, whether that's working with a professional, which I always recommend, or if you're going to do it on your own, then make sure you you know what you're doing, which comes in the form of learning online or the professional and uh, starting where you're at and not going. I think a big thing that I could offer right now is I think people think that they have to feel sore, which you don't. That's that's a myth uh, in order to have a good workout and to go hard. You don't. You just got to do it consistently and then gradually increase your weights by five pounds each session, things like that. So kind of like lower your expectations and just do it first. Just, just do it. Okay. <laughs> I love it. That's that thing. How, how do you, how would you recommend incorporating physical activity into one's daily routine, especially when faced with, you know, super busy schedules, like all of our lives, what is your advice to your clients about that? Yeah. Great, great, great question. So it's funny when we're, uh, when we do the goal setting consultation and then they uh, agree to work with us, uh, one of the first things we do is schedule their workouts, of course. And that's always a funny time, uh, no pun intended because, uh, you know, it's like, oh shoot. Yeah. I actually have to like make time for this. <laughs> um, so my, my opinion is something's better than nothing. And if, you know, option, like the best option is find the days and times that you can do consistently. And if you can't, that's okay. Um, but the earlier, the better, most likely, because as the day goes on and if you have kids, full-time job, you, you know, you have employees, like you're more likely to get pulled away, but everyone like has that time in the morning that they can wake up a little bit earlier and, and make time for that. Wonderful. And we, we touched on this a little bit, but uh, what role does nutrition overall play in the fitness routine? And do you have any dietary tips or recommendations? Yeah. Yep. Um, so yeah, for any type of transformation, whether that's weight loss, weight gain, toning, things like that, athletic performance, just want to feel mentally better. Nutrition, we can't outwork a bad diet. 
And uh, here's another like thing I would like to put across is uh, get that in your mind. Like, hey, they're they're both equally important because they both serve different aspects. So, and the best advice there is to, we can't do too many habits at once. It, it's overwhelming. So pick two to three at the start. So you're already training. That's one habit. Pick one nutrition habit. And a, a key habit would be to, uh, increasing your protein intake. Mm -hmm. And I'll, I'll explain about that right now. Protein is a keystone habit because it helps you feel fuller. It reduces soreness. And here's the cool part. I don't know that. Yeah, it reduces soreness. Um, it increases your metabolism. And here's the cool part that I haven't heard anyone speak about this. When we have a new client and we, we do their in-body and we get their BMR, their basal metabolic rate, which simply means the amount of calories your body needs at rest to maintain. So once we know that number, then it's, this is crazy. We just did a in-body with Robin who just completed her six-week transformation. Her, she lost a net of 15 pounds in the six weeks. Her muscle mass increased by six pounds and her BMR started off at like 1400 and now it's at 1600. And here's the crazy part. She weighs less, but she can eat more because she gained muscle because of protein and strength training. So the protein is a very key habit for someone. If they were going to start with their nutrition, protein and calorie deficit. That's, that's amazing. And track it. Track yes. it using my fitness pal or something like that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. How did you if you did have did you overcome it? What would be a recommendation if somebody faced that or you know, somebody like me again? Yeah, yeah. That's uh injuries can be psychologically um an obstacle. <laughs> Absolutely. So it can be discouraging because I'll put myself in in the shoes of you and and me in the past too. I've had a couple ankle injuries and you feel like you're, you've done all this hard work and you like did it for nothing, or you just feel like you have this mountain to climb again. Um, but the cool thing is the, from a neuro standpoint, the brain has learned already, unless there was a, a nervous system, you know, disconnect with that injury, which is very possible, but the brain, you know, it stored it. So it's, it's easier to go around the second time and get that strength back, the stamina, all those things, it's going to come back quicker. And on the flip side of that, what's the other option to not do it? And that's not an option. Okay. <laughs> How do you recommend your clients balance in their personal lives, uh, you know, or fit, uh, rather personal fitness goals with other aspects of their lives, such as work, family, social commitments? I know it's hard for somebody like me working in the legal and medical industry sometimes as, as I go to so many social events, gatherings, open houses, <laughs> galas, and there's always alcohol available, yeah. but not so healthy food and snack options a uh -huh. lot of times. <laughs> Yeah. So uh, I love this question. Here's here's what I tell the, the members. I'm big on not restricting um, and not feeling like we're restricting. So one of the, the best ways I feel like someone could do, and this is what I do, is if I know that I have a happy hour at night for work or whatever that is, um, I put myself in a, in a deficit for the day and I give myself a budget for night. So what I mean by that is during the day, I always recommend this, hey, just stick to protein and veggies and ditch the carbs and fats for during the day. And then once the night comes, you're already in a massive calorie deficit. So you can afford to, to eat more. And uh, with that said, typically when we're eating out, it, the foods have more calories, more fat and carbs in it, but we've, we've we're in a deficit so we can afford to eat that. 
And then I always say this, do that during the day, enjoy at night, period. <laughs> that way you don't feel like you're restricted. Absolutely. Uh, can you, and I know you have a lot of these stories, but can you share maybe one or two success stories or transformations from individuals who followed your fitness um, guidance and programs? Yeah. Um, one of my first clients, uh, Yeremis co comes to mind. She lost a over a hundred pounds with me and, uh, yeah, Suppressive. and I loved it. So some of the, the keys with that was having this mindset of a longer time horizon. So she was not in it for the short-term fix. And I, I feel like that's very important. Um, so we helped her get in that mindset. And then the, the tangibles of that were the, the tracking. So Hey, Yeremis, like we're going to be training three times a week. I got you. That's covered. All you need to do is, and here is a meal plan with like a lot of what to eat and how much track your food and learn how many calories are in the foods you eat, how much protein is in it. And then after you do that for so many weeks, you don't have to do it. You graduate and you can eyeball it. And then you gain the intuition. I think a lot of weight loss programs don't, they don't teach people how to learn these types of things. And therefore someone does a program and they end up gaining it back because of that. So Yeremis comes to mind because she was willing to have a longer time horizon. Um, she was willing to, to learn and it wasn't perfect. We had ups and downs along that year journey. Um, but she, she stuck with it and was, and was patient and, and resilient with it. And that's, I, that's amazing. she still kept it off. It's been about, this has been at least five or six years from now. Wow. And she's still like going strong and has kept it off. That's a beautiful story. Yeah. Do you know of any, or would you recommend any maybe free apps for, for checking mm -hmm. or tracking the calories we intake? Absolutely. Yeah. I, I think, uh, my fitness pal is one of the, the best ones because they just have a, such a great database. It's like Chipotle, uh, fajita, you know, and like uh -huh. it, it pops up, like, so everything's already kind of in there. Um, and you just got to pull it and then, you know, or you can scan your, your foods. It's free. If you wanted to get the paid version, I think you get more perks, but you don't need it. So the, my fitness pal. And then of course we have our own app too, um, that you could actually track on that. I didn't even know. Um, but my fitness pal free, get that to track and, and just learn. And your app, your Yep. Yep. They get the app on their phone and they can track all their habits. That's how we communicate with, uh, with everyone. And, um, it's, it's super cool. Uh, what unique aspects serves that Atlanta personal fitness offer that sets you apart from any, uh, anybody else in the industry? I love that. And I was just thinking about that earlier today because, um, this franchise just opened up right at my apartment complex. And I got, I got this email and I live there and they don't. And they're like, come down and see, you know, I'm not going to name the facility. Um, and you know, 50% blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, that, I got butt hurt for a second. And then I'm like, Ooh, nice. I got competition. Uh -huh. I like that because uh -huh. we're different in the sense that we're essentially an all women's facility. Mm -hmm. So women feel comfortable coming here. And of course their husbands and, and boyfriends come here too. Mm -hmm. Um, but uh, pretty much an all women's facility. So you, they feel very comfortable and not judged. Um, the second thing would be we offer transformation. So I always tell people in consults now, Hey, look, we're not a, you're not come, we're not a fitness facility. We're a results facility. And we're going to give you not just the fitness, but that nutrition and the accountability. You're going to have your own accountability coach that checks in on you a couple of times a week. We're measuring your progress. You're guaranteed a result or we train you for free. So we have, we have a proven track record with all the transformations and we're a transformation facility giving and offering a very structured program that's bulletproof. Mm -hmm. 
And uh, I think those two things right there really set us apart among our team of coaches that have great personalities. They're excellent at what they do and they foster this culture here. Very much so. Sure. Uh, what strategies do you use to attract and retain clients in the competitive fitness market? Ah, that's a great question. I, you're speaking to the business owner right now. <laughs> I love marketing and sales. Um, yeah, so we run paid Facebook ads and Instagram ads. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'll, I'll say this, we, we spend 125 a day. And I think that's scary for a lot of business owners because that's, you know, that's $4,000 for the, about 4,000 for the month. Uh, but if you do them right, then your return on ad spend or ROAS or investment, however you want to look at it, is uh, ours is 8X. So, you know, we put 100 in, we get 800 back. Um, so we're just really good at that specific uh, pull in the water. And now recently, we're looking to um, add in the pull of referrals and develop a referral system and literally teaching our clients, hey, here's how to refer for us. Like, and then we make it as easy as possible. So like, there's no like resistance for them. And we give them a bonus. I rather pay you what I'm paying for ad spend. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. So that's where we're at right now. And then we do have one other fishing pole in the water that we're about to start next week. Yeah. That's good. Thank you. Um, how do you stay up to date with the latest fitness trends and incorporate them into your business? Yeah, that's a great question. I'm really grateful to have my master's because I understand the principles of human behavior and that's never going to go away. So I'm very grounded in, in what we do. Um, and I also make sure that I'm up to date with everything like the technology specifically in fitness and just in general, because that's always changing rapidly. That's why we have our app. Um, but I think we're a great resource for people because when new fad diets, for example, come out and, and things like that, or, or fad workouts, we, we know what works, right? Um, and we can ground people and, and also pull like, hey, let's pull in some exciting new things. Like that's, it keeps the person, it keeps it fresh. It keeps it fun. It keeps variety and excitement. Of course, we're going to pull in that stuff. Um, and, you know, where, where I get that resources, I'm actually in a, a gym a business group called Gym Launch. Okay. And uh, they're, they're ahead of the game and everything. They got things coming out with AI and stuff like that that okay. no one knows about. So um, I have secret access to uh, the best in the industry, luckily. <laughs> yeah. Community and connection among your clients and or members. Uh, yes. So as the business owner, my, uh, my specialty is the marketing and sales. So this was an area that I was weaker in because it just wasn't of interest. Mm -hmm. But uh, I noticed I can I can get people in the door and I can you know influence them to make a decision that's good for themselves. And then we were we were leaking out the back end, uh, losing people. And I was like, man, I'm just constantly getting people in, but they're not staying uh, that long. Um, so and we had good numbers, but I knew we could do better. So I noticed that, and uh, I learned or I'm learning right now and in the process uh, that you know I feel like people stay for the community, and so we're doing monthly member events. Um, like we have a potluck this this Friday that you're coming with your son. I'm yeah. super excited. Yeah. Um, I think I'm making some, some cabbage. Oh yeah, I saw that on the recipe guide. Yeah, that's yeah. gonna be great. Um, yep. So monthly member events, uh, challenges, internal challenges is what we call it for the members too. So every six weeks, like we're running a big booty boot camp for the members to to keep it fresh, and and then we're pairing them up with accountability buddies. Um, we have a group in Facebook, and now we have a group in our app where we're doing a better job of posting wins. And things like that, and then the coaches are now um having them connect people in their in their pods, so to speak, for accountability buddies. So I feel like that uh that that's fostering a, a really good uh, culture and, and environment for the people. That's support. Wonderful. 
Can you provide any advice or tips for aspiring fitness entrepreneurs looking to start their own business in mm. this industry? Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I talked with a lot um, and I, I always see, and this was me too, the, the woman in the red dress from the matrix is a great analogy where it's like, there's all the, or shiny object syndrome. There's all these opportunities, but like stick with one Avenue, like, and like, make sure that opportunity vehicle, you can make enough, like the gym, you, you can make a lot, but like there's better opportunity vehicles. I just love what I do, uh, but I can make a lot more money doing a different industry for sure. Uh, but it's okay. But yeah, stick with that one opportunity vehicle, see it through to the end. Don't get distracted and learn the skills of marketing, sales, retention, building a team so you can scale it. Know your numbers is the fifth thing. Those are my five business functions. And then uh, uh, brain fart. I had another thing, but I forgot. So <laughs> yeah. Make it in another episode going forward, if, if you're interested. <laughs> because this is a super interesting topic to me. Anything health-related nutrition is so, so with me. And so we kind of running out of time. So oh, yeah. thank you again, Ryan, so much for bringing my very special guest on the podcast. It's time for more injury funding today. But before we conclude today's episode, I have one pop-up question. For you. Right. you ready? Let's do it. Okay. Would you rather have more time or more money? Wow. Um, I've also been thinking about this recently too. I'm like, man, all the 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 best resources on the planet, you know, time, energy, money, attention. Um, definitely time. Yeah, because it, it is true. I heard this on a podcast. Um, I think it was Tom Billu of uh, Impact Theory, maybe. Um, and like at the end of the day, if I had, and this is going to be a little vulgar, sorry, but if I had a, a gun to my head or if I had one last day to live, um, I, I wouldn't care about the money. I would call my family, right? So I wouldn't call my money. <laughs> you know? So uh, yeah, at the end of the day, it would be time over money. Oh, that's amazing. Again, thank you so much for listening to our story um, about building a fitness empire, the growth and success of Atlanta Personal Fitness, its challenges, and the future of fitness today. For more tips and tricks on legal funding, personal injury, uh, law-related topics, and medicine, follow me, like, and subscribe at More Injury Funding, and it's time for more injury funding podcasts on Spotify. Amazon Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeart, and all other main uh, podcast uh, platforms. Also follow more injury funding at, on LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, Pinterest, YouTube, Yelp, Google Business Profile, and of course my website at moreinjuryfunding.com. I can't wait to see you, uh, my dear listeners and viewers soon and uh, at my next upcoming episode. Tune in soon. Until then, be well. Shout out to Laura too. Mom, worker, owns her own business works out here works out on her own she does everything she walks the the talk or whatever the expression is and damn i'm, I'm happy you're with us thank, thank you, thank you. so much